With us today is uh, Congressman Peter King. It's Sunday morning. So many things are happening in, in our city, our state, in Washington. I'm losing track of how many things are going on. Congressman King, uh, I hope you have a, a, a big black cup of coffee with you this morning, and I have one, and uh, trying to find out what the heck is going on. Uh, Governor Murphy sued New York, or not actually New York, the, the uh, Highway Authority on congestion pricing, and, and uh, uh, it, it's just crazy what's going on. Where do we want yeah, to start? John, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you. Things are crazy. And, you know, Sunday morning is usually a time where you can sit back and relax because there's no real work that has to be done. But the problem these days, when you sit back and try to relax, then all of the craziness of the week comes crashing into you. And you think all of it's gone on, all of it's covered up ahead, and all of the chaos we seem to be going through. Uh, and one thing which we really have to address, I think, and you've been talking about this for God knows how long now, is the issue of crime in New York. And crime itself is bad enough, but the impact it has of you know, driving people out of New York, keeping businesses from moving into New York, preventing people uh, from coming back to work in, in Manhattan uh, or in Brooklyn or Queens, for that matter, uh, because of the, the fear of crime. Uh, Eric Adams says it's not a real fear. It is. Now, it may be exaggerated in some cases, but there's enough real fear there to really generate tremendous uh, a fear in the, in the minds of very decent, good people who just don't want to be exposed to that. Now, I was very disappointed when uh, Keyshawn Sewell, the police commissioner, left. I had a great regard for her. Apparently, she felt that her hands were being tied and she left. But the good news now is there is a new commissioner appointed, uh, Eddie Caban. I don't know him well at all. I've only met him a few times. But from what I hear, he understands what it means to be a cop. He's worked his way up to the ranks. And uh, I, I would hope that the mayor will get behind him. I know the mayor's appointed him, but he's got to stand behind him. And uh, that you know, he's, uh, there won't be interference coming from City Hall. Let him do his job because we have to get crime under control, especially we, you know, the district attorneys. They're letting the bad guys out and they're trying to lock up the good guys. We just saw a case this week where a police officer a few years ago uh, had uh, gone to an Upper West Side uh, Apple store because of a complaint that a person was in there threatening to uh, uh, assault and attack and actually knife uh, some of the employees. Uh, and uh, when the police officer arrived, uh, the guy tried to resist arrest. The cops subdued him. And now the cop, even though there's minimal injury to the guy, uh, the cop is now being charged with a felony because he, he punched him, apparently, as he was bringing the guy down. So this is so sends such a bad signal. So I, I just Congressman, this is crazy that uh, that the police officer is getting arrested instead of uh, instead of the, uh, the the person committing a crime. Absolutely, especially at a time at a time when shoplifting and uh, is causing so many stores and businesses to shut down. Especially, by the way, in low income areas where you know where these stores are needed the most. I mean, pharmacies are either shutting down and they're locking things up. Uh, you have to be a safe cracker to go in and get a tube of toothpaste in some of these places because of this so much shoplifting. Here's a person who was threatening violence. He was disrupting a store. The uh, cop came to do his job. The guy resisted. He apparently uh, took a swing at the cop, a push back at the cop. The cop maybe hit him once. With, by the way, you have to do to subdue people. Uh, there was no damage done, no real injury done to the guy. In fact, the district attorney said that if you pleaded guilty, they wouldn't... Uh, 
hit him with any kind of a serious charge. Well, if, if, if he's not going to be hit with a serious charge, why You're going to lose he, your job well, if you plead guilty as a police I, officer. I, absolutely. And uh, when you think of the tough a cop's job is, to have to work under these conditions is maddening. It's bad for the cop, but it's probably worse for the city. Because now other cops are going to see that, and they're going to be reluctant to jump in and do what they have to do, which is going to mean more crime and more disorder and more businesses closing down and more people living, you know, leaving the city and the state, especially in the city. And we see now that so many businesses are leaving the city, so many businesses are having a hard time staying alive, basically, and so many people with uh, good incomes are leaving, that revenues are way down in New York. We're going to have an incredible deficit. I saw a number the other, uh, the other day, by the way, John, that the city of New York's budget is going to be $107 billion. That is larger than 47 states. So this, this, the budget in the city alone is larger than 47 states. That's uh, that is mind-boggling. And, and, yeah. and I don't know if you saw the settlement the city just made uh, with, with, with the black and uh, Hispanic teachers that weren't hired because maybe the test was too, uh, uh, too difficult. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember the exact words, but they're paying $1.8 billion to them. And uh, when I spoke to Kathy Wild, she said to me that that's not covered by insurance. That's part of the city. The city has to pay it out of their own budget. I mean, where's all this money come from? Wow. You know, there's another item, which maybe the numbers aren't as big, but it's still pretty extreme. There's going to be millions of dollars. I think it's $13 million being paid out to the demonstrators in the George Floyd riots from the summer of 2020 when the city was wrecked. You think of all the damage that was done, all the buildings that were burned, all the cops that were injured. And now, on top of that, we have to pay the demonstrators. I think it's $13 million, whatever the number is. Uh, it, it's, it's, everything is just going in the wrong direction. I'm hoping the mayor can turn this around. I hope he wants the police commissioner to do his job. And I wish Governor Hochul would put more pressure on the state legislature to change these bail reform laws, to give the uh, police and the judges, give the judges the discretion they need, uh, because uh, everything is going in the wrong direction, especially, uh, you know, looking at the balance sheets. This is your expertise, John, not mine. But with these revenues not coming out, uh, coming in, rather, going out but not coming in, uh, we're going to have such shortfalls on sales tax, on income tax. And so how do you make that up? It's either going to be massive layoffs or bigger and bigger tax increases, which are going to cause more businesses to leave New York. So these are, you know, years ago, Governor Kerry said the days of wine and roses are over. We didn't realize we were living in paradise then compared to what we have now. But the days of wine and roses have to be over. Tough decisions have to be made financially, but also tough decisions to bring crime down otherwise Everything is going to get worse. The quality of life is going to get worse, and the economy is going to get worse. Congressman King, I agree with you 110 percent, and uh, let's pray for New York because uh, we we need God's help. We certainly do. We certainly do. So we'll catch up. Uh, I'll see you on Monday. I'll be there on Monday, John. See you tomorrow. Right. Thank you. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC.